Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast live from the Republican National Convention in Cleveland, Ohio. We've dragged Mark Hemingway from a mob of Trump supporters who are trying to force huge foam rubber hats upon his head in order to talk about how things are going. Mark, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me again. So how are our friends, the protesters, doing uh, at the GOP convention 2016? Well, it's been kind of interesting. Uh, on one hand, I mean, there's as much nuttiness and everything as you would expect at a carnival like this. But on the other hand, I, and I think maybe Baton Rouge has had a big effect on this, the protests have actually been pretty subdued. They have a huge police presence in the city, and uh, considering that everybody was expecting all sorts of drama following uh, the outbreaks of violence at Trump's rallies, um, uh, cops have been doing a pretty good job of keeping a tight lid on things, so it's, it's surprisingly subdued. I mean, there's some craziness, but it's surprisingly subdued. If you had to divide the themes of the protesters, what, what I mean, are there like, you know, people who are upset about their perception that Donald Trump is antagonistic towards racial minorities and women? Is it political issues like, you know, trade or foreign policy? What, what kind of protesters are they? Well, that's a good question. I, mean, I think part of the problem right now is that it, it's a huge grab bag. There's a lot of um, Black Lives Matter and racial stuff, as you mentioned. Um, one of the big highlights yesterday was um, there's a there's a new band called Prophets of Rage. It's the guys from Rage Against the Machine who have joined forces with Chuck D of Public Enemy and uh, that one guy from Cypress Hill. Uh, and uh, they are basically like repurposing old Rage Against the Machine songs into protest songs. And so they made a big appearance yesterday, um, and they, they played a live set. But but they did a protest along with it too. But the protest was six miles away from the convention center. You know, like I said, cops got a pretty tight lid on things. They're they're making sure that things don't get out of hand. You know, I was uh, walking to a nearby uh, uh, a place to get a, a beverage. You'll be shocked to learn that I very rarely, on occasion, will in fact imbibe an adult right. beverage for social purposes only. And what amazed me wasn't just the uh, number of officers, but they're right around me immediately at one street corner, DHS, Secret Service, Utah State Police, Montana State Police, and Wisconsin State Police. I mean, they have pulled in a ton of law enforcement uh, here to Cleveland. Right. If you live anywhere in the Midwest and are inclined to um, be speeding or driving really fast right now, it's probably a good time to do that because every state trooper within about you know eight states of here is currently in Cleveland. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Is it the case then that there's actually more possible violence on the floor of the GOP convention than there is outside the fence among the protesters. <laughs> right. Uh, we were looking for a fight and a Republican convention broke out. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, um, I know we saw yesterday that uh, uh, the they shut down the attempt to revolt on the floor. So who knows? Maybe they have a pretty good uh, um, lid on security in the convention hall as well. Uh, are the Republicans who are here going to unite in opposition to the protesters and to the Clintons. In other words, is there enough, do you think, ill will towards the other team to bind Team Republican together around a nominee that many Republicans aren't very thrilled about? That's a really good question. I, I don't think that there there's enough unity in the Republican Party right now, um, and I don't think that this convention is particularly helping that, the way they sort of brazenly quashed the, the delegate revolution in ways that were not exactly on the up and up. You know, you don't just declare a controversial voice vote like they did. And secondarily, though, um, this is an issue for American politics 
politics generally. I mean, if you look at the left right now, part of the reason why there isn't a big protest presence, um, and frankly, this is nothing, say, compared to the 2008 convention. I mean, I, I was, you know, downwind from tear gas and all these other horrible things that were happening at the protests of the Minneapolis convention. Um, and that was all because the left was very much united on the same page when it came to anti-war, anti-Bush stuff. Um, now, uh, the left is totally, you know, disunited. I mean, they're, they've got their own factions and the Republican Party can't unite around Trump either. So uh, everybody's just, you know, all over the place. Mark, I'm only thanks. You just have to correct you one thing, though. I was in Minneapolis 2008, too. What, that smell was not tear gas. You know, that's uh, Norwegian country. It was the Lutfisk that they were cooking. And if you get downwind from that, I tell you, you'd rather have the pepper spray. You've been listening to another edition of the Weekly Standard, live from the Republican National Convention in Cleveland.